Good glorious morning. Thank you for all who are tuning in right now. This is Resurrected Love. Welcome back to Resurrected Love Podcast. My name is Zach and I'm here with my wife, Vanessa. Hello, hello. Today's topic or episode 12 is mind renewal. Uh, Vanessa, little intro. Yeah, so today we're, um, in this episode, we're going to dive into what mind renewal is, how to overcome the flesh and the works of the mind, and what happens when we overcome our mind. So mind renewal is like like the biggest thing when it comes to our walk with Christ. Yeah. It's like right when we're born again, we make that decision to come to Christ. We believe in what he did on Calvary. Mm-hmm. And now it's time now it's time for like to like for us to like walk in that process of sanctification. Yeah. And sanctification and mind renewal are so similarly like like they walk right next to each yeah, other. Yeah, they go hand in hand. You know, um so yeah, so we're talking about mind renewal today. Um I think it's such a big topic, especially coming after or bouncing off of what we just did <laughs> mm-hmm. in the last episode. Right. Uh, we talked about how the enemy has been defeated. Mm-hmm. We talked about how he's unarmed, how he's just a slithery little snake, and yeah. we have every right and authority to stomp on his head with Jesus. Right, right. But the devil isn't really our full battle here. Right. We, you know, we have our flesh to really have to go against mm-hmm. and, oh, and overcome. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so right now we're going to list a couple of scriptures and kind of expand. Um, what I wanted to do, I didn't... I, there's so much in mind renewal, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just like one topic or one thing no, to talk about you can talk, you can have multiple episodes on yeah. different aspects of mind renewal. It's a pretty extensive topic. Very, mind very renewal. extensive. Yeah. So we're going to try to squeeze this into like a 40, 50 minute episode. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we don't run after that, but um, we're going to list a couple of scriptures and we're going to, and at the end of this episode, I listed eight different steps or eight different strongholds. We're going to talk about strongholds too, Mm. but eight different things that can need to be broken in our mindset when we come into mind renewal, like very, very important parts of mind renewal. Yeah, that's good. So, cause I know a lot of things like a lot of, a lot of times people are like, Oh, well, how do I renew my mind? Yeah. That's my main question. Cause you we, know. we see it. People say, Oh, you just got to renew your mind. And I was always like, well, how do I actually do that? Like, how do I apply right. that to my life? So honestly, it's my say you have to renew your mind mm-hmm. is almost the same thing as like, okay, well you have the Holy spirit. Right. Right. Like a like, lot of times like Christians, like, Okay, well, I believe in Christ. I go to church on Sundays. You may not have that life of living actually as a Christian. Yeah. Um, but you may say that you are a Christian mm-hmm. based off of what you believe in, but your a- actions don't show. It's the same thing. It's like, okay, well, just renew your mind. You're like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like every Christian has the Holy Spirit. Everyone, you know, renew your mind. It's kind of like it's been watered down. Right, right. You know, so we're going to unwater it down. We're going to make <laughs> it nice and bold. So <laughs> Bold. Yeah, very tasty. Okay. So, um... First scripture we have is Romans twelve two. That's like mind renewal scripture in all scriptures. Yeah. So, so Vanessa, if you want to read that. Yeah. So Romans twelve two says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Right. So there's there's a couple aspects in this. So it the transforming of your of who you are. Yeah, the renewal of mind is the breaking down of strongholds. Um, I like to say that they're like kingdoms, mm. you know, like, and they can be uh, a really small house. It can be a village. It can be a city, a country, a huge kingdom. I'm saying like just in size of strongholds. Yeah. A stronghold is, um, 
is some sort of lie that has created some sort of kingdom. Yeah. Right. It's a deep down rooted thing. It's like the, in the last episode, if you watched it, we talked mm-hmm. about heart knowledge. Right. Well, this is heart knowledge. Yeah. These are the false lies and heart knowledge that mm-hmm. we have that we need to take out and put on true knowledge. Yeah. Right. Or true heart knowledge. Um, so do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Mm-hmm. So Paul says like, don't be conformed to the world. So like, look at like, you know, where the, we're the clay in the potter's hand. Yeah. So if our potter is the world, what are we going to look like? The world. The world, mm-hmm. right? So if if we're in the or if we're in the hands of God, mm-hmm. then we're going to look like what he wants us to look like. Right. So that mind renewal process is now you're changing potters. Mm. That's pretty good. I like that. That is good. I like that. So you're changing potters. So now your potter is the Lord, not the world. Mm-hmm. But also that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So the will of God is good, acceptable, and perfect. Mm-hmm. So these are the things that the Lord wants our minds to be renewed on. Right. Are the things that are acceptable, are good, and perfect to him. Mm. Right. Um, these are different types of thoughts that God wants us to have. Um, so do you have anything to say about that? You want to move on? No, I thought you covered everything. That was really good. Okay. Um, <laughs> so 1 Peter 1, 13. I like this one because this is a different aspect of mind renewal. Therefore, preparing your minds for action. Uh, being sober-minded, set your uh, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Mm. Beautiful, powerful, short, sweet. So the preparing your minds for action. When mm-hmm. I hear action, it's like you're doing the works of the Lord. Yeah, it actually um, almost feels like the first thing that I thought of when you read that was like going to war. Right. Like you're you're ready for action, like action packed movies. Actually, I heard it from Vlad today from uh, Hungry Gen. Uh-huh. He, he had a thing about spiritual warfare, um, but he was talking about like spiritual warfare isn't just some playground. Mm. Like this is a battlefield. It's a war. It's warfare. Yeah. It's straight up warfare. Totally. And we're and God raises an army, not a daycare. Mm. Right. We're not like like he's not a babysitter. Right. He's a general. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we are here to fight. Yeah. So when I hear like preparing your minds for action. It's like our minds, and because it goes on to saying being sober-minded. Mm-hmm. I like that it says sober-minded because I think we, a lot of times we take sober and we just immediately put it to alcohol. Right. When sober, actually, I think when I looked it up, I don't remember exactly every word that I saw, but like one time it actually referred to alcohol. Mm. Most of the time it referred to not being, uh, um, what's it called, like, almost like perverted in the mind. Right. Not being able, not twisting. Right. Very clear sensing. That you're like very straight-headed. Straight-headed, straight-minded. Yeah. yeah. So... Preparing your minds for action, being sober-minded, so being straight on, mm-hmm. and all, and set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus. Mm. Very interesting here too. So preparing your minds for action. So he's preparing your minds for a battle. Being sober, mm-hmm. but being sober-minded, as in you set your mind on the revelation of Jesus Christ. That yeah. hope to come. Yeah. Right. That's mm-hmm. our battle. So like when you're going through the battle and like we talked about in the last one, yeah, 70, 30, like, you, mm-hmm. you know, your day may be 70, 70% good, 30% bad, or you might even have a whole bad day or whole right. bad week, whole right. bad month. But when you prepare your mind for action and you set it on the things of the good, graceful things of the Lord, mm-hmm. that he is coming back and that you are a child of God and that you are sanctified, that you are, you are justified by his blood and mm-hmm. all the good things of the kingdom, yeah. the revelation of Jesus Christ. That is our hope to come, and that's what overcomes those false mindsets. That's what being sober-minded is, is keeping your eyes on Jesus. Right. So instead of, like, I know for me a lot, we'll talk from experience, is um, 
whenever I start getting into that spiral mind where, you know, it might be attack, it might be some false thing that I believe, whatever it may be, I'll start getting to this spiral mindset and the Lord will be like, just look at my eyes, just look at me. And as soon as I turn my attention back to him, I completely sober up in a sense where I'm like, what the heck was I letting get to me? Why was I letting myself get into that spiral? Because my hope is in him. Right. So as long as we keep our eyes on him, that's being sober minded. Right. And we don't want to dodge that downward spiral at all costs. So true. Because, you know, like, again, like we said in the last one, if, if we're going about to go through a battle and our mindset is strictly on what we're going through not overcoming what we're going through yeah then we're going to be overtaken and even if it's for just a moment Mm -hmm. you know you let like it's like you creep let that door open up just a little bit and Mm -hmm. then the demons are coming and powering in there powering in there yeah but the same thing happens with your mind Mm -hmm. you know your mind is a force man it's a machine it's crazy you know and it's brilliant brilliant yeah the way that god created our minds is absolutely amazing and Mm -hmm. unfortunately due to the fall yeah our minds are now working for the enemy. Right. So it's like, and we have to renew our minds because our minds are pairing up with Satan. I actually like to say like, you know, where it says our flesh is an enmity towards God. Mm-hmm. I like to really just put my mind, if it's not on the will of God and Satan together. Yeah. You know, I still take credit for my own actions and the right. way I still think. Right. And if there's something there that I'm like, hey, well, Lord, what is this? If it's me let, me, let me be changed by it. Yeah. Or let me be changed. But I still put anything that's against the will of God in the same category of de- of the of the de- the demonic yeah. or the devil totally you know um but yeah so setting your mind on the on uh, the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ stay mm-hmm. stay true and stay hopeful mm-hmm. and fight through that mindset yeah um philippians 4 6 through 7 uh, do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be known to god And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will Mm -hmm. guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Yeah. I love this one because this is a whole nother aspect of mind renewal. Yeah. Right. So now what we're doing is don't be anxious about anything, Mm -hmm. anything. When I, when I think about, don't be anxious about anything, but in, but in everything by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving. So supplication means making a request. Mm -hmm. So in, when you're in prayer and you're rec- making a request to God, don't be anxious. Right. Right? So I like to do this as a, uh, or like this analogy, a, very simple, but um, let's say like you take your car to the mechanic, mm-hmm. right? That's your only means of transportation. Yeah. You don't have your car. And if, if anything goes wrong with your car, you know, if you have a busy lifestyle, like things are just like, oh. Yeah. But we, we hand our car off to the mechanic. Do we ever just, or are we just like breathing over his shoulder looking at it, ready to take the wrench out of his hand because we're not sure if he knows what he's doing. No. Are we even anxious that we're even like peeking around the corner like, okay, is he doing the right thing? I don't know. No. No, we, we, it was like, okay, here, come back in a couple hours. Yeah. Your car will be ready. I'll shoot you a call. Right. Actually, if anything, I because I know nothing about cars, I, I trust them completely because I know that if I was looking over their shoulder, I'd probably mess something up. Well, that's a good one too. Yeah. You know, so it's like, don't be anxious. But present it. Just give it to him mm-hmm. and just let it go. Yeah. It's very peaceful that way because I mm-hmm. think it's interesting that he even says the, the God, the peace of God. Mm. Right? Anxiety and peace battle. Right. You have no anxiety, you have pure peace. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's with everything. Make your prayer request known. Mm-hmm. Give it to the Lord. And take a step back. Now the king of kings, the one who created all things, is going to take care of it. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Um, so it's be cool, calm, and collective, making our requests known before him mm-hmm. in Thanksgiving. In Mark eleven twenty four. Real quick, sorry. Huh? I just realized that it's the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. When we fully trust him and we aren't anxious about anything because we do trust him and we have that full peace, right. that's the peace that surpasses our understanding. So once we give up our understanding and we say, you know what? I don't know how to work on this car. I actually have no clue what to do. That's why I'm going to trust you completely. It's the same way that we have to give up our understanding. And that, again, going back to the sober-minded, that's being completely sober-minded right. is when we give up our understanding and then we gain his peace because we have his understanding. That's good. Yeah, amen. Amen. I love that. Um, yeah, so we're, this isn't like an added on scripture. This is kind of just in context to the last scripture we spoke about. Um, Mark eleven twenty four says that whatever we ask in his name in prayer, believe that we have received it and it'll be ours. Hmm. Um, having faith in what we present to God and that he is sure to ful- fulfill it is key. Wow. Right. We have to remember that he is the one who will take care of it. Mm-hmm. And when, when we lay it in his hands, you know, he is sure to overcome everything with us. Yeah. He is sure to join in us in prayer. He's sure to join in with us in battle. Uh, when we pray for somebody, mm-hmm. and we're going to go into the uh, in the steps too. It's going to kind of bring, break that down a little right. bit more. Right, where we can actually like you apply know. it. But uh, these are just kind of different aspects of 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 our of our walk to where we can apply mind renewal, mm. right? Yeah. Um, and then prayer and supplication and intimacy with Him, making our requests known to Him. He will give us the abundance of peace that will guard our hearts and minds. He is the one who helps us and gives us the tools to overcome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, That's the other thing too in trusting Him is knowing that He is going to give you the tools to overcome. Um, and I know that we'll probably get into like we're going to get into the application of it and how to overcome our minds. But something that the the Holy Spirit started doing with me, because I am, I, I like, I'm not claiming it anymore, but I used to be a mind spiraler where mm-hmm. I literally would let those anxious thoughts, all those things just completely consume me. And the Holy Spirit would start showing me, he, he I, I call it um, like he would keep me on a short leash um, because he would pull me back in. He'd say, hey, do you see that thought? Do you see that? Right. You know, it was like this constant... Um, uh, reminding of like, Hey, I don't want those thoughts for you. That's not for you. So he would, he would tap. It was almost like a tapping on my brain. Hey, do you see that thought? Yeah, I do. Okay. Let's get rid of it. Cause that's mm-hmm. not for you. Right. So, um, that was a tool that he started giving me was the Holy spirit's there to help us. And he, he was like, Hey, I'm your teacher. I'm, I'm a tool. Use me when your mind starts getting into that place mm-hmm. of just, okay. I see that thought. Help me, help me capture it. Right. You know, being mindful, being mindful. Yeah. <laughs> of our mind and the Lord wanting to overcome it. <laughs> um, this is a very big one too. Cause I know that this brings a lot of condemnation to people mm-hmm. um, when they don't understand why they keep having mindsets yeah. or like, thoughts pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, before I go into it, we're always going to have, you know, our flesh is going to want to make us think things mm-hmm. and the demonic is always going to plant things. Yes. And this is why, Intimacy with the Lord. This is why our walk of sanctification, um, continuing continuing down that road of mind renewal, um, you know, over time we will start to see and discern. Okay, well, is this me, or is this someone in the room, mm-hmm. or is the Lord trying to show me something? Mm-hmm. That way, we don't get overtaken by what we feel and what we see. Right. Right. Because uh, you can have a demonic vision, mm-hmm. 
you can have anxiety, you can have depression out of nowhere. Yeah. But if we are thinking, if we're having this mind renewal hasn't really been in place and we don't know how to discern the difference yeah. between ourselves and what's around us, mm-hmm. then we will just give in to whatever we feel and we'll be tripping out. That's so true. this is kind of like a little help towards that. Yeah. But it's, the first thought isn't your fault, but what, what you do with it is. Mm-hmm. Right. So if our f- flesh puts something there or the demonic puts something there, how is that our fault? It's right. not. Right. But if we entertain that, yeah, then it can be our problem. Yeah, that's actually something my dad would always tell me is, um, you know, the, the first thought, that's not that's not your fault. It's what you do with that thought after. Right. Um, and that was always so helpful, too, because there was a lot of times where I'm like, man, why, why am I having these crazy thoughts? Like, why am I having these crazy things go on? Right. Well, it's not your fault. Don't feel condemned, you know, but you can control with the power of the Holy Spirit, what you do with that thought. Right. And, and, and like I said, like we're going to get those thoughts that pop up, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to have that, um, that conflicting thought, you know, that's just like trying to come against what God wants, all that stuff. But I really believe that the frequency or like, or how often it happens, yeah, you know, can be diminished quite a bit. Oh, totally. I you think know? so too. Um, and, and, I guess I yeah I'll just go I'll just go into it right now. Uh, whether the attacks are coming from the flesh or the demonic, we make a choice to entertain them or to cast them down and to put on uh, kingdom thoughts. Mm. So there may be a reason why you're constantly your mind is constantly racing, mm-hmm. right? If you're constantly having these thoughts, if you're constantly having these demonic things pop up, and you're just like, I just can't overcome my mind, right? Well, I think that might might have to open ourselves up to the aspect of there may be a demonic force mm. at play there, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying that you were possessed. I'm not saying like that, but I think um, it's been watered down a lot in Christianity that, in Christianity that a Christian can't have demons, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying you're going to be taken over by demons. When we say you have demons doesn't mean that the demon has you. Right. It's a big difference. Yes. You know, I like to. There's a huge difference. There's a huge difference. And I think like when we try to put on mind renewal in any aspect mm-hmm. um, and there's a demon blocking the door mm-hmm. or something inside of that door that God wants to fill. Yeah. You know, or inside that room. Mm-hmm. And you're going to try to put grace there. You're going to try to put knowledge there. But there's a demon standing there. There's going to be a conflicting battle and you may grasp this understanding, right? but to overcome it may be the battle, right? Right. You may overcome it sometimes, but it's going to constantly keep coming back. That's why deliverance is so needed. Yes. You know, cause if like I'd put, it, I was like, if we're going to have, if we have a, I don't know, like a bed in our, in our room, yeah, you're going to take out that bed to put in the new bed. You're not going to put the new bed on top of the old bed. Right. Right. So it's like you take out the furniture that's already in the room. You clean out the room first mm-hmm. and then you put in what God wants you to put in there. Right. 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 So it's not a conflicting thing anymore. And I've seen that so many times where people are like, okay, well, I'm going through this problem and you pray for them. They receive deliverance and all of a sudden their life changes. They're like, I can overcome this thing so much easier now. Right. You know, like, like I already knew it. I already had the tools, but the simple aspect of there's a demon there and now it's gone just mm-hmm. made it so much easier. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I think that's a, a good thing to really think about. And it's not to make you feelings anxious or right. anything like that. No, anxious. <laughs> no. And actually I feel led to share, um, a short testimony of what happened to me not too long ago. Um, but you know, here I've, I've, um, been walking with the Lord. I've had deliverance before I've had freedom and, um, I started partnering with, um, lies and I started partnering with thoughts that weren't mine. Um, so I, I let that initial first thought consume me. And what I started doing was I started opening doors, um, 
for a number of reasons, but, but eventually what actually ended up happening was we, um, recognized that it wasn't just my mind, that there was something standing in that doorway of that freedom. And I got delivered. What was this like maybe two or three months ago that I got radically delivered, like throwing up into a trash can delivered. And, um, for me, that was the first time. And I don't know how long that my mind was actually quiet. Mm -hmm. Like there was this like moment of silence where I was like, Whoa, this is what I'm supposed to feel like. Right. So it's it's okay to say, hey, something's not right here. Let's just get it figured out. It's not like this taboo thing of, you know, oh, yeah. well, I might need... It's And it's like you said, it's not that a demon has you, you know. Right. It's that there's something standing in that doorway because I partnered with something. I believed a lie somewhere and I let them get, get to me. Right. Um, but that's why it's so powerful that in, in that moment where I recognized, okay, Hey, there's something wrong here. I shouldn't be thinking like this. Why is this consuming my mind? So there's that, um, different, how do you say it? Differentiation. Yes. Thank you. Where it's like, okay, is my mind, is this, is this who God has created my mind to be? Or is this coming from the enemy? Right. You know, and, and it was, it was so powerful. And ever since then, there are times where I still get thoughts, but I can catch it so much quicker. So that's the other thing is like deliverance is powerful. Yeah. I don't ever want to downplay deliverance at all. So, right. yeah. And, and that's honestly, that's a whole other aspect of mind renewal is like breaking that stronghold that if you do have a demon, yeah, that is something terribly wrong or, right. you know, you're freaking out or, right. or even like, the fact that it's so powerful mm-hmm. for a demon to be there all of a sudden it's yeah. like the demon just has control of your whole entire life and right. it's so bad and it wasn't like that i was still serving the lord i was still on fire for the lord um you know it's just influence there, it, it was i was just influenced and and there was things that were blocking there that were making me think opposite to what god was telling me it was there trying to steal those truths like we talked about in the last episode right um but it was so quick when we we realized, oh hey, that's there's something there, right. and it was so it was so fast of this recon like recognizing, and then the Holy Spirit's like, let's get it out, let's do it. Yeah. Well, you broke down a stronghold right. that you couldn't have something, right? And you said, you know what, there might be something there, and you partner yeah. with, you know what, if there is something there, I want it gone, and right. you said there could be, right? And that's why you got delivered. Yeah. So. Not to take up too much time on just deliverance. Right, no, but I just wanted to make a point that it, it's it's nothing to be fearful of. If anything, it's it's powerful and it's a gift that God has given us that he does come and deliver us and set us free. Yeah, I'd much rather have a demon cast it out than be in denial and to live with this demon there and right. constantly go through problems. Right. Um, okay, so catching yourself in the moment, like Vanessa just said, catching yourself in the moment is one of the biggest aspects to grasp in the mind renewal process. Mm-hmm. Just like the first thought, you know, isn't your problem. Right. But it is almost, you have to, you have to catch it. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, I'm not going to entertain it. I'm going to choose to walk in a different direction. Yeah. Um, and it becomes easier as the process continues on. There are more, uh, the more we overcome the flesh and the demonic voices and put on the kingdom thoughts and less, the less room they have to speak. Hmm. Our minds are consumed on heavenly things. You know, I like to, I like to put it as like a, um, like water or something mm-hmm. in a glass jar mm-hmm. or in a, in a cup the more you fill it with the with the word of god the less room that the demonic has to, in order to, to come in and to pour in right you know um something simple so um i want to go on to the steps that we have i think these are very powerful key points yeah and the reason why i said key points is because 
there are there, there's like we said there's so much in mind renewal and mm-hmm. this is a very very broad broad yeah. vague episode mm-hmm. uh, but i just wanted to kind of attack it because over the last episode that we had mm-hmm. you know the demonic is already defeated but how do we overcome our minds right right so um, these are different things or different strongholds that we have that need to be broken down mm-hmm. that will bring us closer to a relationship with God. Yeah. And we'll start to see our lives change drastically in the positive direction. Totally. So the first one is you can conquer your mind. Mm-hmm. Believe you that truth. If we think our mind is a force that can't be stopped, then we are in deception. Mm. God gave us his Holy Spirit so that we may overcome anything, especially our mind or the flesh. Mm-hmm. Read Romans 7 through 8. You see Paul's battle in there and how he had this issue, had this battle of like the flesh does what my, you know, my spirit doesn't want. My mm-hmm. spirit wants to do what my flesh doesn't want. There's right. a conflicting battle. Mm-hmm. But thank you, Jesus, that you have sent the Holy Spirit and now I can overcome because you've given me strength. Right. That's very paraphrasing. That's not what he said. <laughs> but, that, but, but that's no, but basically what he said. So it's true. You can conquer your mind. So if yeah. you're if you're going through a constant battle with your mind, you can conquer it. If there's yeah, a demon amen. there, then address it. Take that to the Lord. I believe in self deliverance. Right. Oh, totally. Take yeah. it to the Lord. Your heart's desire is to be free, and you mm-hmm. want to set the you want to set uh, your thoughts and kingdom thoughts. Right. Then you get into the secret place, and you don't leave till you're free. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, then contact a deliverance minister or someone who right. you can trust can deliver yeah. you from this. And I also want to make it clear too: it might not be a demon. It might be just a, a lie. Big that, stronghold. Uh, yeah, a lie that you're believing. Um, and and of course that can open doors to other things coming in, but. The number one truth is that God gave us the Holy Spirit to conquer everything. Like he's already given us the victory. The truth will set you free. Right. So back to the to back to that is that if you know that you can conquer your mind, that's nothing. Like for for Jesus to overcome your mind with kingdom thoughts, that's easy for him. Everything is easy for him. Mm-hmm. If you just give up your understanding and say, "Okay, Lord, I believe this truth." Right. Then you're going to be free. Right. Yeah. So this kind of helped me with this. Um, I don't know if I recommend it. Oh, no. <laughs> but it helped me. I was convinced when I followed the Lord, I was con- convinced that my whole life I was deceived 100%. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about God. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the Catholic Church. I knew something about Jesus. Right. I, you know, I could recite stories. I could recite a uh, character about him, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. But I was convinced that I did, never knew him because I never had a connection with him. Right. So I was like, okay, well, what I'm coming into right now is completely different. I was 100% deceived and you can teach me two plus two is 15 for all I care, mm-hmm. but you're going to prove that it is right. Like that, that's where my mindset was. And yeah. I don't know if it was necessarily that I was deceived my whole entire life mm-hmm. that everything was false, Yeah. but it was just, my heart was so open to truth mm-hmm. that it was very easy for me to break down these strongholds and to give them over to him and to apply the truth. Right. So it's almost like, don't go, you don't have to go as far as what I said. Mm-hmm. But at least having the heart that's open and like Vanessa said, giving over your own understanding of how you think things should go, what you think things should, how you think they should happen, mm-hmm. what truth actually is. Yeah. And let him speak to you and show you pure truth. Right. Because he'll confirm if something you've, sorry, right. if something you've already learned is truth, he'll confirm that too. Right. You can trust him to confirm it. Absolutely. So number two, this is a big one. We don't need to see to believe. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're going to do a whole entire thing on cessationism. Then I don't know what next episode, episode after. Like yeah. I love, I honor my brothers and sisters in the faith, but yeah. I truly believe that cessationism, cessationism is rooted in blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and I still love them. They, if they claim Jesus Christ, like you're my brother and you know, until you leave. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit is my cut and without the Holy Spirit's fire, like I'm nothing. Right. Really. Like I, I don't encounter Jesus. Then I'm, what's the point? Yeah. No, it's um, so true. 
But we don't need to believe, uh, see to believe. We can fix our minds on the truth of the kingdom without firsthand witnessing or experiencing it. Mm-hmm. So Hebrews 11, 1, faith is the evidence of things not seen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, through experiencing what we have knowledge of, though, will only strengthen what we already have faith in. Mm. Right. So faith is the door to experience. Yeah. Amen. Right. You, you can't just be like, oh, I don't believe in any of this. And all of all of a sudden get experience. God can do that. Right. Pe- people have been encountered that way, mm-hmm. but I think it's like, God's like, here, you really, I'll show you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But if our heart is for him, then have faith in him, yeah. have faith in the things that are, that are not seen. Have that. It says it's the evidence. Faith is the evidence mm-hmm. of things not seen. Mm-hmm. You don't see it, but your faith is proof that it exists right how it's amazing Mm -hmm. faith is needed so if you don't believe it if you don't see it Mm -hmm. just put on that faith yeah confess to the lord you know lord i don't believe in it man Mm -hmm. i'm actually that's another step i'm gonna talk about Mm -hmm. but it's like i don't believe in it confess it to him and put on the truth and recite it over over yourself yeah i believe in it and i want to see it and then he will show you right but you don't need to see to believe. Mm-hmm. I know that's a huge thing. It's like, I have to be proven. Right. I have, Someone has to prove it to me. Someone has to show me. Yeah. That goes back to giving up our understanding and um, and not be carnally minded, but be spiritually minded. Right. So step three. Um, what we feed our mind will determine what, what, mind, what becomes a mindset. Um, if our thoughts and desires are upon the heavenly things, then our mind and fruit will radiate heaven's frequency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, it's being consumed in the thoughts of the kingdom. If and that goes back to you know it, the first thought isn't your fault, but what it comes after. Mm-hmm. But that goes into the how often you're constantly being attacked. Right. If your mindset is, I don't know, if you're constantly watching foul things, if you're constantly hanging around people who are in the world, you know, if your mind, if you're consumed with the worldly things, mm-hmm. but you want to serve Jesus and you want to go to this and go to Him, mm-hmm. then you're going to have a conflicting battle because your mind is always being. It's like it's being. I, I, like, I call it brainwashing. Yeah. You know, oh, I, li- yeah. I like I like to say um, renewal of the mind is brainwashing. Yeah. Because it is. You know, like they you're cleaning like the wor- it. Yeah, like you're cleaning it. <laughs> yeah. The world will brainwash you, or Satan will brainwash you to the things of the world, mm-hmm. and to follow his kingdom. Right. We need to brainwash ourselves, or the Holy Spirit needs to help us brainwash mm-hmm. ourselves back to the kingdom of God. Right. To the origin of where we came from. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So if if our mindsets are constantly being consumed, and there's a in two things, a lukewarmness, yeah, then you're going to have a constant there's, battle. Right. There's going to be conflicting. Yeah. So yeah. over time, as we renew our minds, and we're constantly in this game, and we're fighting, and we're overcoming. Mm-hmm. The attack, the attacks lessen more and more and more, yeah. and it becomes now it becomes a discernment, yeah. you know, and and a spiritual thing rather than just constantly like oh, I'm just going through this left mm-hmm. and right and I can't overcome it. I was gonna actually say too, if you are someone that is dealing with um, conflicting mindsets or you're having trouble overcoming your mind, um, then maybe sit down with the Lord and and ask Him. Um, what am I feeding myself mm-hmm. and who am I surrounding myself with? Are they good influences? Are they lifting me up in the Lord? Um, am I doing things that are kingdom minded or am I, you know, maybe like, I don't know that one of the easiest ones is like watching things that aren't good for you. You know, what, what are you allowing into your eye gates, I guess. And what are you allowing right. into your heart? What are you allowing into your mind? Um, because whatever you are eating, that's, that's what it, you're going to become. Absolutely. And this goes on to the spirit strength mm-hmm. too. You know, um, I believe that the, uh, if we overcome our flesh and our spirit has become strengthened, yeah. you know, like over time we'll become like a, a bodybuilder in the spirit, 
you know, where our, our spirits are just super strong, comes over our flesh. Because mm-hmm. like, look at Jesus, right? He was around sinners all the time because that's where his ministry was, right? Right. But did he get conformed to the worldly things because right. he was around them? Right. So if your if your flesh is weak, mm-hmm. then maybe you need to stay away from those things until you're strong enough to be able to be around it again. Right. Right. It's like uh, think like think about an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Right. You're, you're, all right. I'm coming off of it. I'm in AA or the Lord delivered me, but I have this like I don't even want to be around it. I don't think I'm strong enough. Right. Okay. When we go out to dinner, like I, I'm gonna respect you. I'm not gonna have a beer, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't, I don't want to, you know, tease you with it or like right. provoke you or something along those lines. Right. But we should come to the point to where if if we did have an alcohol problem mm-hmm. and the Lord delivered us, mm-hmm. we need to come to the point to where we can be around a brewery mm-hmm. and not give in to the flesh. Right. Right. So if someone's constantly like, oh, don't do it around me, it's like, well, because your flesh is weak. Right. I mean, your your, your your spirit is weak and your flesh is strong, and yeah. you need to be able to overcome what your flesh wants. Yeah. Right. So. Um, yeah. So it's, what are you consuming yourself around? Yeah. Right. Are you going to be constantly in the world and all this stuff and you have a weak spirit? Mm-hmm. You're going to be overtaken. Right. So set aside that time with the Lord. And like you said, rec- make those requests. Yeah. Lord, like what are the things in my life that's constantly making my mind go crazy? Right. Right. Um, and number four is if we don't believe in the heavenly things, but desire to don't hide your true beliefs, confess what you believe, give that lie to God and start speaking and declaring truth. Our tongue has a lot of power. What we speak and believe will have an effect on what we reap. Mm. Um, so I know there's a lot of times where there might be something that we don't believe and we automatically go to reciting. Yeah, That's fantastic. That's great. But I think there is a step process to this. If you don't believe it, mm-hmm. you can speak it over yourself, but that lie needs to be, it needs to be spoken. It needs to be yep. confessed. It needs to be brought to the courtroom. Right. Right. It's like, Lord, I have this stronghold. Mm-hmm. I have this lie that I've believed mm-hmm. and it needs to go. Right. Right. And you bring it to him. Like, Lord, deliver me of this, of this false mindset. Right. I need this to go because I want to put on your kingdom desires or your right. kingdom thoughts. Mm-hmm. And this can go with anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't want to pray. Mm-hmm. I don't want to read scripture. Lord, I, I want to, but I don't. What's there? Mm-hmm. You know, what's stopping me from, from being able to do these things? Right. Okay, Lord, I want to pray and I'm going to pray. Mm-hmm. I declare that. I speak that over my spirit. We're going to come and we're going to become strong. Lord, give me your strength. Mm-hmm. But you need to confess what you actually truly believe. Don't, right. don't try to cover it up with scripture. And don't try to hide it from God because he knows. Yeah, he already knows. Yeah, there's been so many times that I know even for both of us that we've we've um, tried to throw away the way that we were feeling. I think that's a perfectionist kind of thing. I, I in, think in so way, too. In I, a way. I think so too because I have struggled with that shame. Um, and But the perfectionism is like, it's almost like you can't, you don't feel comfortable coming to God and giving him your problems and what you're struggling with when majority of the time when I was pushing things away and I was just sitting there declaring, Holy Spirit would be like, hey, you're not being honest with me. And I'd be like, oh man, now I'm really being disobedient. Right. So it's just so important that he's, he is your best friend to trust that he's there to help you, that he's not, he's never going to condemn you. He's never going to make you feel bad. All he's going to come and do is react in love and he's going to give you the solution so that you don't have to do it on your own. Right. So just, I, I would encourage you that instead of just going to that immediate, okay, I got to fight, 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 fight. Let yourself be weak in front of him so he can be strong for you. Right. And that, and that's that relationship thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, 
it, we're coming to daddy. Right. You know, like, dad, I have these issues mm-hmm. and I want them gone because they're not matching up to what you want from me. Right. And I don't want to disappoint you. I don't want to be a disobedient. Mm-hmm. I want to just serve you to the fullest because I love you so much. Right. You know, I want to serve with you. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is what needs to go. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, if you really think about it, like, I know, like, like, you know, you said, we're, our minds are being ready for action. Like, we're in a war, we're an mm-hmm. army. But there's an aspect when we come into the kingdom of God, when we sit beneath, or we sit before the, the feet of the Lord, mm-hmm. we don't come in there with our battle armor on. We don't come in there with sword drawn, ready to fight. Right. You know, we don't have our shield up. We mm-hmm. don't have our minds ready for action. This is where we, like, here, you know what? War is over there. Yeah. I'm taking a breather. Mm-hmm. I'm putting this down and I need to recoup. Yeah. And, you know, I may have picked up things from the battle. I may have things that need to be gone because this next battle I'm going into requires right. some of the other things. Right. You know, like I'm coming here. Lord, sh- you see me. I am fully naked. Mm-hmm. Show me where these things are because the next battle I go into, it's going to be different circumstances. Right. And I don't want the enemy to have a foothold. Right. And I don't definitely don't want my mind to have to come against me. Yeah. You know, so it's very important that we put down the, des- mm-hmm. the 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 false desires the yeah. false things that we have mm-hmm. and give it to the lord first and then the lord will teach us how to overcome and we will be able to recite truth because right. now we have brought the darkness to the light yeah that's so good um five as the negative thoughts or lies uh, come to fight cast them down with the truth of, of the word of god and stand strong no matter what lies come mm. jesus is our rock and we are firmly planted in his truth if it is against if it is against what God has spoken, then automatically combat it with the thoughts of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So this goes right with what we just said. If it's a you know if it's a false thing that's a lie, confess it, mm-hmm. get rid of it, yeah. put on the kingdom thoughts. Don't give it a foothold. Don't give it time to sit there. Don't give it a chance, you know, to be there and to cause havoc in your heart and your spirit in your life. Yeah. So I think it's very important that we do that. Negative thoughts come. Put it down. Right. Put it down. Um, and I'm actually going to add, I'm going to add something to this too. I've had a lot of people and this actually the Lord spoke this to me in 2020 in August. Mm-hmm. I had, uh, there was a couple of friends, you know, they constantly were coming to me like, hey, pray for me for this, pray for me for this, pray for me for this. Mm-hmm. And it was days and it was like a, like a couple of weeks straight. Mm-hmm. It's like depression, all this stuff. And I'm like, you're constantly asking for prayer. Mm-hmm. Over these negative thoughts, over these feelings, all of this stuff that keeps on basically controlling your day. Right. How about you apply that stuff that you've been asking for prayer, asking prayer for? Right. The Lord is a huge advocate on application. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just apply the things that He's shown us and told? Right. Like my mind was, my mind was a freaking hamster wheel for years. Mm-hmm. I was constantly being raced with, it was constantly racing with depressed thoughts, uh, mm-hmm. anxiety. Like I felt so uncomfortable in my own skin. Yeah. I remember I was in college and I'm like, I just feel so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Jesus at this time, but I'm like, this is a weird feeling. I don't even feel comfortable in my own skin and I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. You know? And once I found Jesus, it was like, he's like, you are a new creation. Set your mind on real, on the, on your new reality. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. The new reality of the kingdom of God. Right. And I was like, you know what? I'm sick of this. Even in, even when I was walking after like we got baptized, yeah. I would have a lie that popped up and I'm like, I believed lies for 23 years of my life. Yeah. Why would I believe any more lies? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm huge on keeping my peace. Yeah. Like this peace I've never had before. And it feels so good. Right. I feel like I'm walking on cloud nine mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. I feel high in the spirit all the time. And I just feel consumed in the glory of God. Yeah. Why would I want to give that up to a lie? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Right? It's like I'm putting on the truth. Yeah. I'm applying it. Like if I'm going through a hard time, I'm going to ask for prayer. But I'm going to apply that, dude. Right. Like prayers are so powerful. Yeah. And, you know, and the truth that God gives us is even more powerful. Right. You know, it's like when we put those two together, why are we coming back for seconds? Mm-hmm. Like stop it. Mm-hmm. Cut it out. I'm applying truth to my um, to my to my walk right. to my heart to my mind. You have been overcome. You have seen the truth. Right. Why do you Why are you still here? Yeah. Well, if it's still here, it's because we have a stronghold now. Right. And and there is nothing wrong for like asking your brother or sisters for help. And, no. And you know, like I want to like no, set yeah. that straight. Definitely nothing wrong with that. But the thing is, is that are you actually doing what God's asking you to do, or are you just sitting in that place of like victim? Where it's like, oh, this is happening to me. Can you just pray for me? And it's like, it's okay, kind of petty. It, it 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 is in a sense. It's actually prideful because you're not giving, you're not using the tools and the gifts and everything that God is telling you to do, or that your friends are praying over you. Because when we pray, like you said, prayer is powerful. So if I'm praying for you that you're going to overcome this, but you're not taking the steps to do so. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, well, then then why are we praying about it? If you're not going right. to take that first step of action, then why are we even talking about well, it? Well, the whole thing of of intercessory prayer mm-hmm. is for the solution. Right. It's how to overcome. Right. So if we're praying and the solution's there, mm-hmm. all you got to do is put it on. Yeah. Right? There's, yeah. There's, there's, the reason why God gives us something is because he knows that we can apply it. Right. So somewhere there that truth needs to get applied so we can walk in that freedom. Yeah. So So I I think that's a huge, huge aspect Mm -hmm. because we need to apply the truth that we already know. Right. Um, Okay. uh, Number six. And we talked about this last episode as well. Shifting our perspective as we are in a process of mind renewal it is very important that we celebrate it. Mm -hmm. Um, If there is an attack or a lie being spoken, know that it's not the end of all things. Mm. Celebrate the fact that you are being targeted by the demonic or your flesh. Mm-hmm. This shows that you are a threat to the false kingdom and that you are worthy of the testing God requires as sons of his kingdom. Mm-hmm. So like that 70, 30 again, yeah. even all day or mm-hmm. even all week, all month. Yeah. You, if you're being going through the fire, going through the time of testing, yeah. that's a glorious thing. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing thing mm-hmm. because now God is saying, you know, you are worthy of this testing. Right. You know, like, like look at what happened with Job. Mm-hmm. God forbid that we have a Job moment. Like, I hope we don't, <laughs> you know, but Job was God's most righteous. Mm-hmm. He was his, lo- he was the closest to him mm-hmm. and he went through the greatest trial because God trusted him and he right. was worthy of being tested that greatly. Right. Right. You know how many of us would break and just fall down before the Lord, oh, before yeah. the knees of the, uh, bound our, uh, bend our knees to the enemy, Yeah. you know, because of what Satan did to Job. Yeah. You know, but. I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's very interesting because his perspective was on the love of God. Right. His perspective was on God is my everything. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not everyone. It's not my wife. It's not my kids. It's not my material. It's not right. my house. Right. It's not even my own skin. It's not my own body. Yeah. It's my relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, it was Jesus. It's, it is Jesus Christ. It still was Jesus. It, it, then. It, he's yeah. my boy. <laughs> you know, but it, it's we have to have that perspective. It's the same thing of applying. Yeah. Right. We have to apply the perspective of that we are here to celebrate it when the bad things come or the, the so-called bad things, mm-hmm. right? The attacks or God the fire comes. good out of everything bad. Absolutely. Yeah. That we overcome it with joy. We rejoice in those moments yeah. and we overcome it with gladness. It's that's so a, true. I'm going to say in, in James, you know, it says, uh, 
basically like be joyful and when you're faced with trials of various kinds right right like we have to remain in that joy we have mm-hmm. to remain in that peace because just like jesus and like on the boat mm-hmm. in the storm yeah it's like it ain't the storm that's gonna kill you mm-hmm. jesus is like okay y'all are y- y'all are tripping I'll, I'll prove stop yeah and it stopped because mm-hmm. it wasn't the storm that was the problem right right like yesterday was fantastic like the uh, the rudder on the ship, mm-hmm. that's like your tongue, right? Mm-hmm. The false things that we speak, the false things that we even believe, mm-hmm. that's the rudder on the ship. The rudder can turn it even during a storm. You can have massive waves. Right. You can still turn the ship wherever you want with the rudder, mm-hmm. regardless of. The, you can actually you'll keep going straight because the rudder's pointed straight. Right. And you'll still overcome. Like the waves aren't going to throw you around. You may go up and down. You might see some scary things. Mm-hmm. But you're never going to be overturned right. if you're staying straight. Right. You're still going to get in the direction you need to right. go. But if a wave is coming mm-hmm. and you just speak a false thing, you start to turn because you're scared of the wave, right. now you'll capsize. Right. So we need to stay f- strong mm-hmm. and believe truth mm-hmm. and to walk in the things and say, you know what? This is an awesome, awesome thing. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Forrest Gump. But remember Lieutenant Dan, dude, like going through that crazy storm. Mm-hmm. He's sitting on the very top of like the little sail thing. He's like, yeah, come on. He was kind of testing God. Yeah. But <laughs> it was like he was having a great time during that storm. Right. You know, let's have a great time during our storms. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, easier said than done. Because than done, I know that when we've gone through really hard times. Last season was really hard. Yeah. The last season we went through was really hard. And, um, but the thing is, is that during that season, I got to know a whole different side of God that I had never experienced before. And so when we do go through hard things, it we get to come to know Jesus in a way that we didn't get to know before because we didn't go through that situation. Right. So there is this, this um, part of the hard things that we get to celebrate with him that, you know, he had, obviously, look at what Jesus did for us. And... The whole entire way, he's told me so many times before, when I was on that cross, I saw you. Mm. And that brought him joy. When he was up on that cross, that it brought him joy because he knew that that one day we would be with him. Right. And so the fact that our God went through that and that he had joy in the most horrific time, then I think that we can maintain joy and, and keep our eyes on him knowing that that he did that for us. Absolutely. Um, number seven, mm-hmm. always expect God to move in a miraculous way. When we trust in him to help us overcome something, for a prayer to come to pass, a healing, etc., always expect God to move mightily. Mm. Um, he is a God that requires faith. So if, he, so if he requires faith, then he is sure to show up and show out. Mm. Right? Yeah. So I think that's a big one, too, is I know, like... Um, like on the street, we'll go to pray for someone for healing yeah. and they won't get healed. And the next person gets healed. And we, a lot of times we put it on ourselves like, oh, we didn't have enough faith. Right. Well, I think there's other reasons. And I don't think it's because God didn't want them to get healed. I think there are other reasons. And this is why we have to kind of submit our own understanding to God because yeah. we're not supposed to understand everything. Right. But we're always to expect God to move in a miraculous way. That's why we go and evangelize. Right. That's why we, why, that's why in boldness we see preachers and, and ministers call people up for an altar call because they know that God will move in a miraculous way. Right. So always have faith in that because right, like we just said in the last one, in those trials, in those times, or even when we're being attacked along those lines, always believe that God is about to do something miraculous. Yeah. 
Because one, it gives you hope. Mm -hmm. Two, it gives him credit for what he is. Yeah. The miraculous God that never fails. Right. And also, it'll put you in a place that you will be able to receive. Mm. Because if we're constantly doubting God, how can we receive if we don't believe? Right. So it's, you know, it's faith. And even says in Hebrews 11, um, right, I think it was right before the evidence of the, you know, faith is evidence of Mm -hmm. things things not seen. Yeah. It also says that without faith, we cannot, we can't please God. Right. You know, so it's like faith is a huge requirement of heaven. Mm-hmm. So keep faithful that God will always move in a miraculous way. Yeah. And number eight, don't live a day, uh, don't live day to day dreading the next day that your mind or the demonic comes to contend, but rather be saturated with the heart of God in the secret place of your heart. If we are focused and consumed with Jesus, then we will reap heavenly things. If we are consumed with the negative, we will never have the fruits of his kingdom. Mm-hmm. So this goes again with what we just talked about earlier. Yeah. What is our mind being consumed on? Right. Are we, are, you know, are we constantly consumed on the negative things? Are we dreading the hardships? Mm-hmm. You know, are we seeing hope? Are we having hope during it? Are mm-hmm. we being, are we seeing God, you're going to move in a miraculous way? Right. Are we or, having the faith? Are we having the faith to overcome it? Yeah. You know, are we seeing our, our, our hardships in a, in a, are we celebrating those things? Yeah. You know, are we seeing like, Hey God, you are good and you are going to overcome. And I think that as we go through more trials and more testings we see like the goodness of god through it like in the beginning it might be really hard because this is a very new territory Mm -hmm. but over time like i'm constantly seeing god move in miraculous ways in my life yeah and we always come through yeah so it's like now whenever i enter i'm like i already see the light at the end of the tunnel right i already see the hope come to come to pass yeah so it's like it's so much easier to come through it during it always sucks. Yeah. You know, but there's always a lesson to be learned during it. For sure. And there's always, like you said, a new aspect of God to be revealed during right, it. Right. Right. So it's without the trials, without those times, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would ever be able to encounter God in the way that I have been. Right. You know, because my heart is for him. And now whenever I go into these trials, I go straight into the okay, Lord, what are you doing in this time? And what can I learn? Right. Instead of being focused on the storm, being focused on what he is teaching you during the storm. Yeah. And and that's how you renew your mind on the things above is keeping your faith in him, knowing he is good, believing the truth. Um, but most importantly, knowing that he's always there for you, no matter what you're seeing, right? Because the faith is, is unseen. Right. So no matter what you're seeing in your life, no matter what your mind is doing, that God is always there for you, that he is always your champion. Absolutely. Um, and, and just remembering that, um, he's always championing, he's always you. championing you. Yeah. So he's good and he loves you and he wants the best things for you. So no matter what's going on, no matter how your, your thoughts are running out of control, just know that, you know, if you have been filled with the spirit of God, mm-hmm. that you can overcome anything, right? especially your mind. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And again, this goes back to the secret place. Yeah, always goes back to the Every secret time. place. Everything we talk about is going to go back to the secret place. I'm a huge, like everything secret place. Yeah. Lord, I want to know how to renew my mind. Okay. Sit with me. Yeah. Find out. I guarantee you within about five minutes of being still and not thinking about anything, mm-hmm. probably even sooner than that. Yeah. You're going to see how your mind thinks and how it goes. Yeah. And that's the cool part because now like you'll be able to see what lies you really believe. Yeah. So, the secret place is the place yeah. of destroying those those uh, those kingdoms right. or destroying those, those strongholds. strongholds. Mm-hmm. And if there's a strong man behind it, then be open. Yeah. Seek deliverance. Right. It's not a problem. No. You know, like the there's mo- nothing to have shame or fear or 
any of that about anything. No, like for, this is me personally. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if this is how I view it, I always seek some sort of deliverance. Mm-hmm. You know, and it doesn't have to always be a demon. Right. Uh, it's, mind renewal to me is full deliverance. Right. You're de- being delivered of one thought yeah. and putting on the truth of the kingdom. You're going from one way to another way. Absolutely. So you're being delivered regardless. And, and that's actually what true repentance is, is that you're going from thinking one way to thinking another way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and if there is a demon there, then I want it gone. Yeah. I don't want it to play this battle, like, you know, this denial thing. I don't have a demon. I, right. I'm, I'm cool. I'm solid. I'm like, no. hey, then why is your mind jacked? Right. You no, know, I'll tell you right now, like, that was the the most peace that I have had, um, actually, probably in my whole life, was when that was stopped. Right. And I could actually, like, you know, and that's the thing is like, I, I have a relationship with God. I've heard from him and I've been walking with him, but it was this utmost like calm and quietness in my mind that I had never had before. Mm. So, you know, don't, don't be afraid of that either. Don't be afraid to, um, to just be honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, don't be afraid to be honest with God because ultimately he is going to come and do what he needs to do to get you to where you need to be. Right. So apply the mindset of the kingdom. Yeah. If you don't have it, ask for it. Mm-hmm. He's going to give it to you. Right. It's a desire for us to walk like he walked. Mm-hmm. So why would he hold back on anything? Right. Um, go back to this is the God that came, became flesh and sacrificed himself for you. Right. So what else does he want for you? Yeah. And does <laughs> like, he, yeah. What has he not done for you? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I'm going to pray for the viewer and the listener. Mm-hmm. And then I'll pray an activation prayer too. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that is it. Yeah, <laughs> that is it. All right. So Lord, I thank you right now for the viewer and the listener. And in Jesus' name, I break off any strongholds, mm-hmm. any lies that you have believed that are not... F- lining up with the kingdom of God right now. And I pray that if there is any demonic activity, any demonic influence, in the name of Jesus, go. Hmm. Every stronghold, every every force, every kingdom, we send the fire of God right now and break you down in the name of Jesus. Hmm. Be filled with the glory, be filled with the truth, and be set free. And I pray right now, Holy Spirit, bring your spirit strength over their spirits right now. My spirit and Vanessa's spirit, Bring your spirit strength to help us overcome the works of the demonic and the works of the flesh. Mm-hmm. And let us be walking spirits by the end of our lives. So, Lord, I pray right now that the glory of God, the fire, the inheritance, the love and the pleasure in all of your kingdom, your goodness, reigns over the viewer and the listener right now mm-hmm. and shows them so many different ways and so many powerful ways of your kingdom and how to overcome the enemy and the mind. So, Lord, I thank you. For everybody listening and everybody watching, mm-hmm. I thank you guys. This is Resurrected Love Podcast, episode 12, Mind Renewal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, This is where you clap, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, please like, share, subscribe. I don't know. Do all, do all those Hit things. Hit that notification bell. Um, that, that. that pushes this out farther um, because right. we have gotten some really good feedback and we do want it to get out to more people um, because that's that's truly our heart's desire in doing this podcast is just to help others, to help our brothers and sisters come into um, relationship with Jesus and um, to have them walk in full freedom uh, in their minds and
right. and all that good stuff. So, And also, if you are struggling with demonic activity in your life, if you're struggling with strongholds and mindsets and your mind's just racing and you think that there's something there, whether it's anything, a demon at all, mm-hmm. contact us yeah. at Witness Ministries um, on our Instagram mm-hmm. or our personal Instagrams. They're all linked um, in the description. So just come and let us know, and we'll try to meet up with you. We'll do a Zoom call or something like that, but I'll, we'll do whatever we can to try to get you free. Yeah. So you can put on and you can apply the truth of God. Yeah, amen. So. Amen. So love you guys. I pray that you have a beautiful day in Jesus' name. Amen.